Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Hey, I'm Dick Yuliano. Cricket fans, a university in our region discusses bringing major league matches to the area. I'm Melissa Howell. The U.S. is out of the World Cup after a loss to the Netherlands. The Caps fall to the Flames in Calgary, Georgia. The big winner in college football's championship Saturday. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. It is the weekend before the Tuesday Georgia Senate runoff election in which the Republican ex-football star Herschel Walker tries to take away a seat from short-time Democratic incumbent Raphael Warnock. And the president sees that as a high-stakes fight. CBS's Christiane Benavides. Visiting a phone bank for Warnock in Boston Friday, President Biden said Democrats need to win Georgia to solidify the party's Senate majority. It really matters whether we continue to control the United States Senate in a way that we're not going to be able to have anybody hold us up and not do certain things. The latest reports on the nation's economy are something of a mixed bag. Correspondent Skylar Henry with that. The Labor Department released better-than-expected jobs numbers, with the U.S. adding 263,000 jobs. News President Biden says shows that the country is moving in the right direction. Wages for working families, in fact, over the last couple months, have gone up up. These wage increases are larger than the increase in inflation during that same period of time. But the wage hike will likely mean interest rates will be higher for longer as the Federal Reserve looks to tamp down inflation. More now from the White House, which is among those reacting critically to a post on ex-President Donald Trump's social media company account calling for the suspension of the U.S. Constitution and Trump's restoration to the presidency. Turning to the war in Ukraine now in its 10th month and hard times expected for everybody involved as the winter weather sets in. Correspondent MTS Tayab is in eastern Ukraine. Soldiers tell us the cold and the mud haven't dampened their spirits, with Vladimir saying... Winter is coming, but we are ready for it. And Ukrainian forces will need to stay ready. With President Zelensky warning Russia is planning a major attack any day now. There are concerns in one of this country's military services, two very different ones. National Security Correspondent David Martin. Another outbreak of Navy suicides. Four sailors listed as apparent suicides in less than a month, all assigned to the same command in Norfolk, Virginia. I am furious right now. Robert Decker says his son Cody had been depressed because of a toxic leader in his previous command. The military's got to wake up. They've got to change. I just want resources for these sailors, and I want leadership. The command, which is assigned to repair ships on the East Coast, includes 1,200 sailors. The U.S. is out of the World Cup, beaten by Holland. Georgia remains number one in college football. Colorado's new coach is one-time Neon Dion Sanders. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 103 on Sunday morning, December 4th, 2022. 42 in the nation's capital. Clear and cold this morning. Lows to near or just below freezing. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local story we're following this hour as the holiday season begins to unfold sadness for one family who lost a child in a Howard County traffic crash on Friday night. Here's WTOP's Ann Kramer. 
Howard County police say the three-year-old was in a minivan that was hit from behind by a tractor trailer. It happened just after 6 o'clock Friday evening along northbound 29 near the exit for Route 40 in Ellicott City. That accident then caused another chain reaction, one involving two other cars. Six other people were injured and taken to the hospital, some with minor injuries, others with serious injuries. Investigators are working to figure out why the truck rear-ended the minivan. That stretch of Route 29 was closed for about five hours. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. A new warning in our area about counterfeit tablets laced with fentanyl. The details now from WTOP Shana Estulin. The pills are blue. They have an M stamped on them, surrounded by a square. Prince George's County Police say they caused multiple suspected overdoses, including two where people died, likely from fentanyl poisoning, though toxicology tests are still pending. They are urging residents not to take medication that isn't prescribed by a doctor and talk to your kids about it, too. County Police say people have taken these round tablets thinking they were painkillers. Instead, they were laced with the synthetic and often deadly opioid. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. It's 105. A fire destroys a structure on the campus of St. Elizabeth's Hospital in southeast D.C. It started around 4 o'clock Saturday, sending up huge clouds of smoke and even disrupting some metro bus routes in the area. D.C. Fire EMS Chief John Donnelly says the structure is a large barn. A large part of the fire knocked down, but it's going to take us all night, the rest of the night, to go ahead and get this fire out, to get the scene secure, and to make sure they were able to conduct the search to make sure everybody's out. The, the, barn, the barn appeared to be vacant at the time of the blaze. Team USA fans in the district say Saturday's 3-1 loss to the Netherlands show that USA's soccer team is an experience, but they're thrilled that the men got this far in this year's World Cup. Soccer fans at the Astro Beer Hall and Penn Quarters stood in groups near the bar or at dining room tables taking in the action on numerous TV screens. You know, we scored a goal today, so I think that gives, like, we have heart. They stepped up when needed, and it's unfortunate it had to end like this, but, you know, they made it this far, and I think they should be proud. Some fans say the U.S. men's team needs a striker, but all agree the future looks bright for a young team when the United States next co-hosts the World Cup. Four years from now, the World Cup will be here in the U.S. It couldn't be a, possibly a better opportunity for this team to progress, advance, and, and grow together and, and bring the sport to a higher place in the country. In downtown D.C., Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 106, and you may or may not have heard of the sport of cricket. It's big in some other parts of the world. Now there are discussions to build a world-class cricket stadium in our area. Here's WTOP's Melissa Howell. Major League Cricket has received the go-ahead to begin working with George Mason University to study what it would take to bring a new multi-purpose cricket and baseball facility to the school's Fairfax County campus. George Mason's president, Gregory Washington, says, quote, this opportunity would bring the second most popular global media sport to the greater D.C. area. He says it would also enhance the athletic experience for student athletes, alumni, and fans. The facility would be used for various events. Possible designs are now in the works. The goal is to have the facility operational by the summer of 2025. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP, after traffic and weather, a grisly end to a missing child case in Texas. And Montgomery County wants to do more in the fight against climate change. It's 107. ADHD. It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated, and it can last a lifetime. Up to 75% of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a comprehensive approach to treatment. Learn more at moretoadhd.com. This message brought to you in partnership with ADA, ACO, and CHAD.
Hi, I'm Kathy Bates. As a two-time cancer survivor, I know a cancer diagnosis can feel like the walls are closing in. You must also consider the threats you don't see coming, like LE, lymphedema, a chronic disease often brought on by cancer treatment that leaves many with a lifetime of swelling and pain. If you're facing cancer, I urge you to discuss lymphedema with your doctor. With knowledge and action, we can learn and live. Learn more at lymphaticnetwork.org. It's 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we start in the WTOP Traffic Center with Carlos Ramirez. Thank you so much, Ian. We'll go ahead and start off with the outer loop of the Beltway this time around. We heard about the vehicle fire just after St. Barnabas Road on your approach towards Branch Avenue. Listener did give us the details, says the vehicle itself is over on the far right shoulder. Did have a few flames coming out of it, so it was causing a little bit of a distraction. Sounds like emergency vehicles are now on scene. Again, you should find them over on the right-hand side of the roadway. It seems like, if anything, you're only going to have that far right lane blocked, so just be aware. DC 295, northbound. Any incident we had near Burroughs Avenue has cleared. However, we still have that accident scene, or at least the uh, residual delays because of the accident scene after Route 50. As of now, you're slow from 50 until just before 202. The accident scene involving a disabled vehicle was previously blocking the left-hand side of the roadway. It looks like it has been cleared out of the roadway. You have all lanes available to you, but you may still find some crash activity there before 202. Be very cautious headed past that point. Beltway traffic looks great. I-95 northbound has the accident scene on the right-hand side of the roadway. Looks like it's partially blocking exit 29A. That's the exit to Powder Mill uh, headed northbound. So watch out for that. Again, the accident scene is partially blocking the ramp to Powder Mill as well. You may need to find an alternate route. I-270s looks good all the way up towards the Frederick area. No issues on the BW Parkway. Route 50, if you're headed across the Bay Bridge, keep in mind they do have wind warnings in effect. That means all vehicles are allowed across. You just got to be extra careful as you make your way across because the winds are blowing just hard enough that you may uh, feel a little bit of a wobble there as you head across. As of now, you've got your standard traffic patterns. Two lanes take you eastbound. Three will bring you back westbound. No accident scenes reported. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team for Samara Theodore with this Sunday morning forecast. Temperatures make their way into the upper 40s. Plenty of sunshine for your Sunday. Highs on Monday will be around 52 degrees, 53 for some, mostly sunny. High temperatures on Tuesday in the low to mid-50s. Tuesday is likely to bring rain into the region, especially to start the day. By Wednesday, highs will be in the low 60s with another chance for showers. Thursday, more rain, mostly cloudy. High temperatures in the upper 50s to low 60s. And Friday, rain chances continue, otherwise partly sunny. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Chantilly, 41 degrees. It's 41 in Columbia, 42 downtown at Penn Quarter. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 111. A FedEx driver has been charged with kidnapping and murdering a seven-year-old girl who went missing earlier this week in North Texas. Seven-year-old Athena Strand disappeared from her family's driveway in Paradise, Texas, Wednesday, about 40 miles northwest of Fort Worth. Her dead body was found six miles away on Friday. Wise County Sheriff Lane Aiken. It hurts our hearts to know that that child died, so much so that, that she is on her way now to the medical examiner's office, and there's a Texas Ranger in front of her, and there's a Texas Ranger behind her. 31-year-old FedEx driver Tanner Lynn Horner confessed to abducting and killing Athena. He was delivering a package to her family's home. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. 
It's 111. People sure do love their cars around here, but they're not the biggest source of greenhouse gases harming the environment. Now Montgomery County is zeroing in on a key issue in the fight against climate change. Here's WTOP's Christy King. The biggest source of greenhouse gas emissions in Montgomery County is buildings because of the fossil fuels burned to construct them and to keep them running. Now a unanimous county council vote requires old buildings to be retrofitted and new construction to be fully electric by 2026 with minor exceptions. Councilmember Hans Reamer introduced the legislation. He says all electric buildings are cheaper to operate and healthier for indoor air quality. They don't produce carbon monoxide and nitrogen oxide, both known to contribute to asthma in children and disproportionately impact communities of color. Chrissy King, WTOP News. You may be a victim of shrinkflation. That's when a product has been downsized by a manufacturer, but you wind up paying the same or maybe even a little more for it. Edgar Dworsky, founder of ConsumerWorld.org, tells us about a tactic used by one margarine brand. The old one was 64% vegetable oil. The package looked almost identical when they came out with the new version, 39% oil. They reduced the oil by almost 40%. Water is now the first ingredient. So they literally watered down the product. Dworsky says check the label of the product you buy and look at the weight and count to make sure nothing has changed. Just ahead on WTOP late night NHL action, the details for Frank Hanrahan. Next, it's 113. I had an important job. And it wasn't just a job. It was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away it's like you're useless you know um we don't really have a need for you now because you can't really do anything for us that's the way i felt if it hadn't been for wounded warrior project i honestly don't know if i would be here it was the camaraderie that i saw i had it was like i got my family back again We all felt the connection, you know, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Whether you have been blind all your life, are just starting to lose vision, or have a blind child or family member, connecting with other blind and low vision people can help you live the life you want. The National Federation of the Blind is a membership organization of blind and low vision people, and you can connect with the chapter right in your own community. To learn more, visit us at blind.org. That's blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. It's 114. Enjoy family-friendly holiday festivities the weekend of December 3rd and 4th for Christmas on the Farm. This event will be held from 12 to 5 p.m. both days at the Agricultural History Farm Park in Darewood. Admission and parking are free. Enjoy free cookies and cider. Say hi to our farm animals as you roam the grounds. This event is sponsored by the Friends of the Agricultural History Farm Park and supported by Montgomery Parks. For more info, visit www.friendsofthefarmpark.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think red. 115, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Not the best of efforts by the Capitals. 5-2 loss at the Calgary Flames on Saturday night. So the Capitals see goals from John Carlson and Connor Sheary in the loss again. 5-2 at Calgary. College football, Colorado names Deion Sanders as its next head coach. Announcement came just moments after Sanders led Jackson State to its second straight SWAC title. TCU upset in the Big 12 title game by Kansas State in overtime. Now TCU will have to see if they can get into the college football playoff. Georgia's in there winning the SEC title game. Big Ten title goes to Michigan. ACC title is at uh, Clemson's uh, disposal after knocking off Carolina. World Cup round is 16. The United States falls 3-1 to the Netherlands as the U.S. will uh, work on and get ready for 2026. Argentina now faces the Netherlands in the quarters. Later today, England, Senegal, France, and Poland will square off commanders at the New York Football Giants. A kickoff is at 1 o'clock from Jersey. Commanders, one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Can they keep it going with Taylor Heineke at quarterback? We shall find out later. Again, caps fall to the Flames 5-2. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. It's one sixteen. James Michael Grimes is safe at home. After spending 15 hours in the Gulf of Mexico, Grimes was aboard a Carnival cruise ship with his family for the week of Thanksgiving holiday. Around 11 o'clock on the night before Thanksgiving, Grimes, who was at a bar with his sister, went to the restroom and somehow fell over, fell overboard. He told ABC News in an exclusive interview, at one point, something in the water approached him. And I seen it at the corner of my eye, and it came up on me really quick. And I went under, and I could see it. And it wasn't a shark, I don't believe, but it had more like a flat mouth, and it came up and bumped one of my legs, and I kicked it with the other leg. It scared me, not knowing what it was. Grimes tells CNN he now plans to travel to New Orleans to meet the Coast Guard crew that saved him. He also isn't ruling out any future cruise ship vacations. 117. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories are following for you this morning on WTOP. More than a million people have already voted early in Georgia's Senate runoff election. The dramatic and expensive race comes to an end on Tuesday. The Supreme Court will hear case a case next week involving a Christian graphics artist who objected to designing wedding websites for same-sex couples. And the U.S. men's soccer team's run at the World Cup in Qatar has come to an end with a 3-1 loss to the Netherlands. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th and back to the traffic center we go with Carlos Ramirez. Indeed, thank you so very much. If you're headed on the southbound side of Branch Avenue, it does seem like there was some leftover crash response there up until just a few moments ago. Looks like all lanes are officially open. You shouldn't see any uh, leftover emergency vehicles there any longer if you're headed southbound on Branch Avenue right after the Beltway. Northbound BW Parkway. You do still have crash activity there right after Route 50. You're going to slow down on your approach towards 202. According to Maryland State Police, it has officially cleared, but we're still seeing a few delays as you make your way up towards 202, so just be extra careful, and you may find some crash activity over on the shoulder. Be extra careful for the emergency vehicles filling out some paperwork. Southbound GW Parkway. Still got that accident scene. Uh, It was a vehicle versus a utility pole of some sort. Light pole uh, did come down, so they... Uh, had to shut down the road for a few minutes. As of now, traffic is moving. Uh, you will slow down for a brief moment after the Memorial Bridge. Crash activity still on the right, so just stay to the left. You should be okay. 395, looks quiet across the 14th Street Bridge. No issues as you make your way onto the 3rd Street Tunnel. 
Traffic in Virginia on I-95, 66, and the Beltway all seems to be running very smoothly. If you see something different, give us a call, 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. Quick look at I-95 in Maryland. The northbound side has an accident seen right past Powder Mill Road. Sounds like it's also partially blocking the actual ramp to Powder Mill northbound. So keep that in mind. Sounds like you're still able to access the ramp. It's just very tight. So be extra careful and be uh, very cautious as you make way past those emergency vehicles to get onto Powder Mill itself. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Samara Theodore unpacking this forecast for Sunday morning. A chilly start this morning. Dry conditions. Sun coming up nice and bright. Temperatures will rise from the 30s into the upper 40s by this afternoon. We are noticeably cooler in comparison to yesterday. We finished Saturday off pretty mild. For your Sunday, sunny skies. It will be breezy at times as well, so it'll feel even colder. But the good news is the winds are going to grow calmer as we head through the day. By Monday, we're mostly sunny with highs in the low 50s. Monday night, clouds move in and so does a rain chance. Showers are likely on Tuesday. High temperatures on Tuesday will be in the low 50s. Wednesday, plenty of cloud coverage. Highs in the low 60s, though, so we are warming. Another chance for showers on Wednesday. Thursday, another shot of showers as well with high temperatures on Thursday in the upper 50s to around 60 degrees. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 44 for Belvoir. It's 42 in Silver Spring, 42 at Foggy Bottom. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, more men are staying at home with the kids. A very rewarding prospect. It's 121. Once upon a time, our family had trouble with pests around our home. Did you know that stinging insects send tons of people to the hospital? And teeny ticks and mosquitoes can be all around the yard. Their bites can make people and their pets sick. Mice, rats, and roaches need food and water just like us. You do not want them to visit. They can spread disease and make it hard to breathe. I'm sure glad this story has a happy ending. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. It's 122. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. This is WTOP News. It's 123. We've seen Confederate statues across Virginia being taken down over the past couple of years. In one county, leaders are working to stop that from happening. 
Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. The situation is playing out in Matthews County, Virginia, which is north of Newport News. The County Board of Supervisors is taking an unusual step, planning to protect a Confederate statue by transferring the public land it's on to a private group in an effort to prevent residents from taking the statue down. It's stirring up controversy, and the board has heard negative public comments. Does that fall under fiscal responsibility? How about social responsibility? What you're proposing does not follow logic or law. Shame. It's led the local chapter of the NAACP to threaten a lawsuit over any effort to transfer the property. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Leesburg's police department has lost its accreditation. Virginia's Law Enforcement Standards Commission, comprised of current and former police officers, found Leesburg Department failed to meet four of the required 191 standards for accreditation. That process is repeated every four years. Those standards include failure to conduct timely audits, failure to update policy language around property audits, and requalifying officers to use less lethal shotguns. In a news release, police police department says calls these issues administrative errors, adding that it does not impact the day-to-day operations of the department. There are renewed concerns about the mental health of men and women serving in the U.S. Navy following the recent apparent suicides of four sailors. The command, which is assigned to repair ships on the East Coast, includes 1,200 sailors, about 500 of whom are on limited duty status for various reasons, including pregnancy, injuries, and mental health problems. We know that these people have higher needs right now. They're in a higher stress situation. After the first two deaths, the Navy ordered a mental health stand down and brought in Kayla Aristivo, president of a nonprofit counseling service who delivered a grim report to the Navy. That is CBS's David Martin. If you or someone you know is dealing with thoughts of suicide, you can call the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 988. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP, 125 with Ann Cates. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Just how many Mr. Moms are out there? Bloomberg reporter Jordan Yadu says the federal government takes one approach to determine how many men stay home and take care of their families full time by looking at husbands in opposite sex marriages with children under the age of 18 and whose wives have a job or are looking for work. According to that somewhat narrow definition, there were 239,000 stay-at-home fathers this year, representing 5% of all stay-at-home parents. That might sound small, but it's up from just about 1% in the mid-90s. Yadu says another calculation includes any father of a child under 18 who is not working, regardless of marital status, plus men in same-sex relationships. And when you look at the data more broadly, this is something the Pew Research Center has done. The number is as high as 2 million, accounting for almost 20% of stay-at-home parents. So, you know, there are different ways of looking at the data. No matter how you slice it, though, we see these numbers are increasing. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Man Cates on WTLP. Coming up after traffic and weather, the last undecided U.S. Senate race in the midterm elections should be settled this week. We'll hit the campaign trail in Georgia next. It's 126. The APWU Health Plan reminds you it's the countdown to better health. You have two weeks remaining to enroll. APWU Health Plan, serving postal and federal employees and annuitants since 1960. Over 60 years of service and... A good story helps us understand the world and how to make it better. That idea drives what we do on the Daily News podcast, Post Reports. We bring you stories that empower people. You know this is a fraud, right? Why are you calling people doing this? And that hold powerful people accountable. Wait, you did what? We had to sue your office twice to get our hands on these documents. 
My name is Martine Powers. I co-host the show. Take the trusted reporting of The Washington Post wherever you go. Follow and listen to Post Reports. You think your dog deserves the best for the holidays. BarkBox knows they do. And the best is exactly what BarkBox delivers every month. You'll get fun-themed goodies curated for your dog, and you'll be joining a community of pups and their people. We're celebrating sugar season with a double batch of irresistible toys, treats, and chews from our season sweetings-themed box. To start spoiling your dog and get your free upgrade, visit BarkBox.com podcast.